Welcome to the podcast. I'm with a great, great friend of mine, Onto. Like, she's a beautiful soul. I hope you guys will get to know her and get to know her story. How are you doing, Do? I'm good, Ronald. How are you? I'm good, good. Can't complain. Um, thank you for gracing us with your time to record this episode of What in the Varsity Podcast. Like, uh, we spoke beforehand and I was giving you a breakdown of the podcast and how it will work. So, you know... Um, I really, really, really value what you're doing right now. So, yeah, man, it's such an honor to have you. And you're such a lovely person to talk to. So I hope uh, I will get to know you and, and laugh along with me. I know you're such an interesting character. Anyway, um, let's get to it, man. So you leave home in 19, you go abroad, you go to your university. What is that all about? Can you give us a breakdown? Well, I you know very well that when I left, you know, a lot of thoughts kind of went into it beforehand because, you know, like um, about what, a year and a half earlier, I'd lost my dad. So I was actually not coping. I wasn't coping with the whole element of being home after 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 that loss. So I, I was in a bad place. Yes, I, I just, I couldn't cope. So when I wrote my AS, I got a place in Europe, right? Then my mom yes. said, Ah, what? You can't go. I've already paid this Cambridge fees. You can go, what? Okay. After you've written your AL, which which was like in another what, three months or so. So I wrote my oh, AL, okay. then I left. You know, so I was like ready. My bags were packed. I was ready to leave the country. And yeah, I just needed to start something new, like something fresh for myself. So I was excited. Oh, so, so how was it there? Like, you, you get the, I mean, as far as I know you, you've grown up home, surrounded by family. And I, I remember when you lost your dad, like, you really took it hard. I mean, so how was life there? Like, you get the, you're 19, like I said, 18, 19. Please forgive me if I forget your birthday. 18, 19, you get the, like, how was, how was it? How was the experience and the culture? You know how, how was life there in Europe? You know what? Um, when I lived, you know, you don't think about the fact that people in Europe don't speak English. When you think of Europe, you think of the UK, <laughs> you know. Ah, you. Then I get there and the first word, I still remember the first word I heard was Maba. I was like, what the hell? What are they saying? Latin, you know, yeah. type of thing. Then I'm like, um, and you know, and you speak in English and you've been <laughs> English well. And they go, huh? No, 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 no. And you're like, <laughs> so you know what? When I got there the first night, I, I, um, I took a bus to the uni. Like I got to the airport, right? The plane delayed. It got there at 2 a.m. Yes. I was supposed to land at like, I think it was like 10. There was a problem because it was winter. That It was still winter that side. So there was a problem with the weather. So by the time I got oh, there, there was no airport to like receive me. So now I had to take a, a, a bus. It's called like an... Um, a, a bus from the 
the airport to the school. Bear in mind, I don't know one way. I, I know where I am, but I don't know where I'm, like the location from here I go away. So people took, gave me directions. Then this one man gave me a line, right? A Tuxel line and said, no, you can call. There's free time here. And I was like, I'll call, but who will I call? The school numbers, like, <laughs> how you know, I paid for the bus. I paid 50 USD. Later on, I learned Damn. the bus was only 8 It was even less than $2. I paid 50 a whole 50 I left it there. <laughs> it was a bit rough in the beginning. It's a bit rough. You know, it's like no English. So the signs, everything. It's like, because I, 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 I was on the Turkey side of Europe. It was like, yeah. Turkish, no English. Okay. So, hmm, so tell me, tell me, how did you cope with that? Because, I mean, you're 19. I mean, you're 19. It's not like a 29 or 39. You're 19. A part of you has been, it's been used to having mom around or, or little sisters around. I mean, because I've, I've had people tell me that in most countries in Europe, like you get this small African community. So how did you cope? Because obviously, oh. first experience, you got... I can I can't say marked, but then you hustled out of fifty US dollars, which is a lot of money. That was the that was that was the first night, right? Then the mm. next day, it's now morning, right? The yes. First three days, yeah, last day at the university, I was going to be living off campus, so I hadn't found accommodation yet. So I go to breakfast, and at breakfast, I met this girl, right? Um, okay. <laughs> girl did not hit it off <laughs> you know how i am we didn't hit it off at once <laughs> we called each other and we didn't get but you know what she's best friend because she had lost the luggage as well and i was complaining about this country that had no english and you know what we became buddies like we are still yeah. we're we like yeah we're sisters you know and when you go somewhere with an mm. open heart Right. You are ready to receive anything. Then I met two other girls who I had gone to high school with. Right, their wow. parents had also decided. Yes, their parents had also decided. You know what, guys? Off you go. So when they saw me, it was like a family reunion. It it was good. I can't even complain. I know people had bad first years. My first year was <laughs> was amazing. Uh, hey, you definitely, you definitely like you definitely like me. Amazing, and you know, I was like, okay, I've now got three people I know, there's even four type of thing. From then on, we had a squad, we had a whole team. And once you have a team or a squad, you know, yeah, you know, guys, we're now older, we don't move in the packs, but when you're 19, <laughs> you build support, tangible yeah, support, yeah, these are my people, so it did work out. And uh, please, yeah, I can imagine. And I have to ask, I have to ask, sorry to jump in. Um, like, I know your mom loves you to peace, man. I know your mom, I don't she cared about you. I don't know, how many times did she call you, like, first week, for example? Can I tell you the funniest thing? Me and my mom don't communicate by phone. Me and my mom, we communicate by the bank. I know on a certain <laughs> day, when I put in money, it goes, bing, bing, she goes, money sent, and I'm like, money received. <laughs> Me and my mom didn't even talk much. I think in the four years I was away, maybe mm. every semester would speak like twice. Wow. Something like because I'm always busy. She's always busy. And you know what? That trust is important um, between children and parents. 
me and my mom work with trust right so she's not she's not a difficult person she knows lo lusanya kodwa lusanya lwami type of thing and in my in in my defense i've never disappointed her and i i i'll never disappoint her you know i i don't play for that team of disappointment i might be crazy you know i might differ in opinion but i'll definitely deliver so she knew do because you know <laughs> on one side i'm playful right right yeah on the other side you know i'm that a student that will sit an exam and come up with a 100 and that child <laughs> yeah i mean um you know I, i'm glad to say that because like i've known you to be this intelligent person like intelligent being <laughs> if you ask my mom you will tell her yeah Like, bro, you know, I remember this one time she called me and I think it was like a 10 or half 10 at night. And yeah. she was like, oh, I need to talk to you. And I was like, no, no, mom. I'm, I'm on my way out. And she was like, on your way out. I was like, but I'll be back. I'll call you. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. that balance is important at the same time you're talking to that child who wants it i remember this one time there was a family event and someone called me and was like i hear you're you're dating a person of um western african descent and i was like yeah what's the problem i'm not even coming home you know what whilst i'm here i'm going to get married without all of you i am that child but <laughs> i'm glad you mentioned the dating part because That's, that was the next point I was getting into. Like, I mean, how, how was the transition? Like, how did you balance, not the transition per se, but how did you balance, you know, the education side and the stress, academic stress of tertiary institution? And, and like, I would see you posting pictures. Like, you, 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 had, you had a groovy life. And I'm thinking, is she going to pass? Because I know your mom wants you to pass and I know you're intelligently going to pass. So part of me was always like, um, is she maybe taking it a bit too far? Oh, she knows what she's doing and clearly because you passed i think you knew what you're doing <laughs> so how did you find the balance thing i can't concentrate at all um i like sleeping so chances are i will make it to class in class i do class like from 10 10 mm-hmm. i've got a, i've got a short attention span naturally so i'm not good at, at being attentive too long you know i'm not a great listener i think you know this really well it's not my yeah, it's... yeah. So I tr- what I do is I can read after 12. So I'll read 1 2 3 right 4. Yes. 5 o'clock I, I go to bed. 5 if we go 9 get ready go to class being class by half 10. I've never failed an exam. I've never failed an in class wow. yet. So the key is for, for for me the key was okay. all my assignment, assignment I I submit needs to have a high grade. Every exam I I sit on and needs to sit above 90 then i don't have to cuz i think for us wow wow was what 10% 5% type of thing so as long as all my other sides are cleared and how do you balance fun and school you know what that's up to you i'll put it mm. out here i could go i could go drinking right kids don't drink yeah. i could go drink and <laughs> i don't come home drunk right say kids don't don't um <laughs> don't take notes what <laughs> eh, i'm not even proud but what <laughs> yeah you can call me not even proud already yeah so i remember one of my friends used to call the tequila queen 
and if I go out, I come home. Okay, now I feel you. Yeah. Did you get in the time I was away? I only, you know, I've got my little fiascos, what, what, but I really only dated. Wait, I remember, I remember, um, and you're telling me about this guy, this this West African guy. Can you get into that if you're comfortable? <laughs> I then he was so protective, so I could never retake really somebody else. Even if I'm going out, they'll be like, oh, okay, I'm with your husband. And I'm like, what do you mean what husband? Is there a ring here? Type of thing. So mm-hmm. they'll re- automatically report that, listen, your girl's here. So there was no time oh. for wilding. Any type of, I can go out. But I need to know that I have to go home. You understand? You can't go out and be, go home and go home by yourself. Because you cannot say, oh, I, I went home, so drop me off. You see the chain of drama following you. And when I get home, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a shower, then I'm going to go read. So I balance going outside mm. with the school. Just because you saw me outside does not mean when I get home, I'm doing nothing. There is the balance. How was it though? I'm I'm interested to ask this. Um, how was it though? Because I, I know when you left home, you're quite young. Like I said, you're 18, 19, and then you're in a foreign country. You're dating a, a guy from West Africa. Like, how was the cultural difference between you? How did you guys cope on it and stuff? You know what? He was so loving and caring, and you know I'm very outspoken. He never used to mm. say much. Someone doesn't say much. He never used to say much. And you just listen and you'll be like, have you spoken to your mom? Like, yeah. And then you'll be like, let's go for okay. dinner. Go for dinner. We, we used to do the normal thing. I don't know what, what normal thing. Drive around, eat. You know I'm big on food. Like, I, I was happy, man. I can't even complain. Like, life was good. I never felt the cultural distance. I did feel, though, that... um. <laughs> Let's not fight about this. I did feel that as a Western African, he was a bit firmer than my fellow South Southern African men. I'm still looking for one, still yet to find a strong-willed one. Because <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. I, say what I, I say what I say, but it, it was good because there was a line, right? Of I don't know. He was him. I was me, yeah. and we're. In a relationship like people sometimes will say hey we got abused you know someone hit me i've never been hit yeah and i think i i am a talker like mm-hmm. that position it feels like beating me up but i've never been hit and also he has never even tolerated um he never used to tolerate his friends even raising their voices you know type of thing because we do have the cultural differences he'd be like nah nah leave it like that type of thing so yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it, it was calm, it was mature. I think it was mature for our ages, type of thing. But we yeah. broke up by different and I wasn't ready for marriage. So I was like, I, at all looking back now. Thank you for making me look back. It was not bad at all. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. So you spend this time in in, in, in Europe, right? And then, mm-hmm. obviously, every good thing comes to an end. Mm-hmm. Um, how was the final year? Then? Like, you know, now chances are you might go go back home or maybe move to a different country for job opportunities. Um, how how was the change? How was the final year? The like, you know, obviously you've matured. You started drinking. You started dating. You're acing your studies. Um, how was the final mm-hmm. year in varsity? 
<laughs> talk about drinking i don't drink now but 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 um, <laughs> just for clarity right? <laughs> it was you know what it becomes so real that suddenly you've grown up right that you can't be like when i grow up i want to be this when i grow up i want to be that it's like it's there that's what i'm saying in my final year to be honest with the one thing what about more than my career in school was the relationship did you hear what i said about the relationship i was like i had never yeah, seen myself moving to western africa now here is a good relationship um is my fourth year what do i do with it we actually broke up in my fourth year because okay I wow because i wanted to go home the reason why I to go home is i've always felt that it's not um how can i put it I've always felt that I'll feel like a failure if I settle in another country that's not my home country. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Succeeding in in the country of my birth is difficult as it is. That that has always been my dream. If I'm to move again, it it will be because of different circumstances. But I was like, when I'm done, I want to go home and do A, B, C, D, E to see if if I can match a couple of things. You understand my role model always having been my what my father. In my head, the only way that we can compete is if I'm on the same ground as him, or, or with where he started type of thing. But I'm saying I started from a better position, so definitely I have to win, because yes, it, <laughs> where where we were, we could accumulate wealth. Let's say I'm already happy, I'm already comfortable, I've got everything that I have. But sometimes in university, the life is not as real as we would expect. It's a—I don't want to use the word fake. It's not—it's an illusion type of thing. Where if you've got enough yes, money, if you go, do you understand? We can afford everything. You know what? When you're in university, you can afford everything. Actually, more than when you're at work. Sometimes. Yeah, that's very true. That's definitely fun to compare. So. Yeah, you know, you've got those thoughts. If I go back home, what will I do? Should I try this? Should I apply for my masters? Should I go? So, yeah, but you know, we mm-hmm. passed very well. <laughs> we passed very well. Um, and we did well. <laughs> you being you know? you passed very well. Yeah, I feel like if if I can do it, anyone can do it. <laughs> you, know, if I can do it, anyone can do it. Because yeah. how my journey started was I was stressed out, <laughs> to be honest. And I just picked a decision. I just made a decision and I was like, this is what we're going to go with. And it actually came out proper. But it's hard. For me, it wasn't the school aspect that was hard that last year. School has never been hard. But I think the, the thought process of it, putting everything together. And when you wear that gown, you're like, okay, so, so this journey is really over. Like there's no going back. Like so, you've been trying because all along you're like, I, I, when I grow up, I want to be, you know, you're done, and you're like, so these things I was hoping for, where do I start? You don't even know where to start, you know. So it, it's difficult. And people, the other people that confuse us are the people around us, society, our family, um, our relatives especially. They'll be mm-hmm. asking you so this. What are you doing after this? What are your plans? Are you coming home? No, don't come home. You know, you're already confused. You're already stressed out. Then you've got 10,000 people also with their opinions weighing down on you. So at the end of the day, some people get muddled up. 
some people decide, you know, some people decide to stay abroad and it works out. Some people decide to stay abroad and it, it's a waste of time because you continue in that faith. Eh? Hmm. But okay, you continue. Let's call it. Well, you get it. Whereby I take a picture and everything is, but out of the picture, everything is in tatters, like things don't add up. Then I come home and they're like, but I thought, and you know, clearly what you thought and what it is, two different things. It's so for me, yeah, yeah, I yeah, sometimes go, come back, right? If you don't come back, make sure you have a staple thing in your mind. You know, you're going to do this, you're going to... Sometimes people say yes. I'm saying no. I'm, I, I've done my undergraduate, right? Um, I've done yeah. my my masters, and now they're doing their PhD. Yeah, I get I get that a lot. I see people doing that a lot. I mean, start st- from degree to master as a PhD without any experience at all. Yeah. At the end of the day, on the market, you're not paid about how educated you are. You're paid based on on the experience that you hold. You understand? So basically, you continue with the levels of education. You're running away from the the impacts of reality because the rea- the reality side of it is for sure rough. Like the first two, three years when you're now back in the employment sector, you're like, what? Oh. And most people face a year or two of unemployment, right, if you're back in an African country before you are employed. Yeah. So it's a bit rough. It, it, it plays a toll with your mental health. You're stressed out, you're overeating and depressed, you know, you're anxious type of thing. Most people can't cope. You know, they're not just, no, let me just go and do my master's. Let me go and do my PhD. At the end of the day, someone's educated by they are useless type of thing. Because the book, definitely the book counts, but the book doesn't work. Like in our, in, in, in our work and in the country that we live in, the book is not as strong. Yes, maybe the, 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 what you call it, the laws and all that might be the ones that we use, but book things don't come out. You have to think outside the box. And the only way you can be taught that is to actually go to work. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I do understand. Because I remember when you when you came back, like a part of me was like, if I'm in, in those shoes, like I'll only send letters back home. I'm not coming back to Africa. But then now when you explain it, like it makes sense why you came back. And you know, home will always be home. I mean, we love our continent, even though it doesn't love us back. We love Africa, man. We um, love Africa. Now, now I have to ask, like, looking back, okay, what advice would you give your younger self, the 19-year-old who went to Europe to study? What lessons did you pick up in varsity? Did you enjoy experience? Are you still the same person? Were you still the same person yeah, since you, you, you came back to Africa? How did that whole experience change you? And like what you went for, which is education. And I guess also personal growth, you know, is what you started for. Is it what you're still doing now? Did you pursue a career in that? Because, for example, with me, what I started for, although I still use some of the stuff I got from varsity, but then I chose a complete different career. Okay, life chose a different career for me. So I wanted to find out on your side, um, how did it go then? Like looking back now, would you... Do varsity all over again? Would you start afresh? Would you choose differently? Maybe would you date a European guy instead of a West African guy? And just, just curious there. I wouldn't change anything about my varsity experience. I wouldn't change anything, to be honest. Even the stupidity, everything. I wouldn't change anything. But I will say one thing I learned is 
don't have your first heartbreak in 19. <laughs> you have I your first heartbreak. That first year, pity pity. We broke up. We broke up. I didn't go to school for a whole month. I didn't go to school. Oh, oh, same. I was heartbroken. Like when people talk about heartbreak, I'm just like, man, I know what that is. Like, don't have a <laughs> 19 alone. You know, for our country, don't do that. Don't do that. Those men will break your heart. <sighs> That's the only thing I would do different. Because I felt like I was mourning. <laughs> but after that, <laughs> Anyone they will tell you, like they camped in my house for a while until I got there. I could go outside. I don't even know how I, fa- I didn't fail my first semester because I was gonna fail. Thank God I was really gonna fail because I got among us. But besides that, I learned. I learned that the friends you make um, when you're away from home, those are your people. Like, those are the people that will go through it with you. Because during that period, you're transitioning, right? You're moving from one stage of your life into another stage of womanhood. And you need people around you. People who get you. So we grew up, and we grew up, to be honest, when you're away, you grow up alone. Do you get it? Like, you can't, yes, your parents, you know, yes, I would talk to my mom, but my mom wasn't there, you know, to say, are you coping today? Like, Ulile today, sometimes, you know, you get money, us being us, you go and spend it, you can easy, you know, <laughs> and you don't buy groceries, beef, you know, when you're supposed, if you're in a halal country, and have, mm. um, all your products are halal, now you're forced to eat chicken liver, like up to now. I don't want to. I don't want to see chicken liver. <laughs> I want to see chicken gizzards. Those three. You know you can, Do you do you know that you can have um <laughs> chicken livers with on top of rice? I, I know when you see me, you don't. Like, we have gone through that. Nobody demand. <laughs> you spend all your money. You can't even call home and say I spent the money. So we also learned how to budget. Most probably, had we not lived by ourselves, we, we still wouldn't know how to budget. We know being broke won't kill you. So now when I'm broke, I'm very comfortable. I know, you know what, I'm not going to die. Uh, what you need within my earning capacity, you know. But we didn't learn it at home or at school. We learned it because suddenly you're broke and you have to live. Believe you me, you know, type of thing. And you're like, ah. You just need to have your act in if you want to survive, I think. Have your act in order, be well disciplined. You know, you can't go to uni and say someone will teach you manners. If you don't have manners at home now, you're not going to gain them outside. That's it, basically. You have to be self-disciplined at the end of the day. I think that's the main thing, self-discipline and self-control. I wouldn't change anything. You know? Yeah. I would still so study. still go back to Europe. Would you choose like a local city? Would I? Would you city or you still want to go back to Europe? I'll still go back to Europe. Nah. 
Europe, man, hey, that continent. Um, since you went there, you never even bothered to send me a ticket or invite me over. Brah. Yeah, I was thinking we're good friends. Hey. Okay, <laughs> let, let, let me ask this question, this last question. Career-wise, um, you spend so much time there. Like, are you using anything you started there? Like, are you using a degree? Did it make you a better person economically? I know you're working and you're raking in cash. I know you're making monies, monies. That's why I have to up, set up an appointment to call you because <laughs> you're always busy making money. So <laughs> did your degree, like, did it do any good or? I think my degree is is okay, right? But I think um, mm-hmm. let me tell short story, short short, very short. I've always wondered, yeah. you know, like shopping? Yeah, you know this. I like shopping. I like I buying. Know that. I know that. I know that. You know that, right? In a situation where it puts me in retail and it puts me in transport and it puts me in milling. It's just up my alley type of thing. Because, you know, I'm an investor customer anyways in these markets. Then you add the, money, <laughs> the target market. Exactly. Then you add the monetary aspect. And you know what my favorite is? My favorite thing is money. You know the Money, yeah. For me, not only am I working with money, but I get to shop and compare and complain and contrast. You know, you know, boss a bit of people, you know, boss people are... It's just, it just a young that I'm already bossy enough, you know. So now if you give me the platform of being honest, I'm being honest here. So if you give me the platform to boss people around, you know, and to be shopping and to be making sure I'm making money, it's like putting all the things I like doing in one basket. Of course, it's stressful. Oh, that's, 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 that's great, man. Yeah, yeah, I know it's stressful. You always complain. Is the stress? You cry a lot. You are stressed all the time. You are working all the time. Um, but in an economy like ours, you know, to win, it's a plus. Yeah, it's definitely a plus, man. Yes, that's why we do what we do, and we do it so well. If I may say. Because if you don't clap yourself, people won't clap for you. So we continue to clap for ourselves because we move the economy every day. Yeah, that's that's definitely true, man. And though um, this has been great, this has been fun, man. You know, I always love talking to you, even though ninety percent of the time you don't you don't agree on anything. <laughs> you are always debating. I mean, you're such a good friend, man. And to have you on this podcast is such such a great thing for me. It's a blessing, man. You know, I love you lots, my friend. Uh, thank you very much, yeah. <laughs> And and, and, and always remember, I'm always about in our conversations. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you for having me, guys. Thank you for having me. Uh, an, thank, thanks a lot, my friend. Um, thanks a lot. Um, guys, this was Nto. Um, it was, it was great having her. She was the first person to tell me that to Paul Walker from Fast and Furious had died. I remember, I still remember this day. It was, I think it was on top one. Absurd. and I was, I was still on Facebook you know back in the day on Facebook was still a huge <laughs> thing like and, and she sends a message like Paul Walker has died I, I switched on the TV to go to Sky News just to confirm you know so yeah I mean hey I love you a lot my friend huh? thank I you very much you. Yes. bye alright guys nice
Sometimes I will leave the end of high school My city bound with the pipe dream Academics with the demon We've been fighting, we've been loving We've been trying, never doubted and we broke through Put your hands in the sky We survived through the highs and lows They even cut us off Just the tongue that was different But the idea was bright The vibe connected The mind was shut The mind's elated The hunt was pride The hunt We were screaming for one more But the days we never strayed Pick up the rain, pop the champagne Pick up the gloves, but never end Don't get caught up, this ain't the end Better touch the hardcore, the love that we lift And never thought we'd make it out But we put up a fight, it was never easy We were bleeding, had a puzzle to eat We had to win, pay the cost, we had to figure it out Hardcore, the love that we lift And never thought we'd make it out But we put up a fight, it was never easy We were bleeding, had a puzzle to eat We had to win, pay the cost, we had to figure it out What is the battery 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 battery